Welcome to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour with Dennis McCork, founder of God Hope Ministries. Kingdom Talk is where Christ is King, and we are the subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God. Yes, welcome once again to Kingdom Talk Radio. We're here every Saturday from 12 to 1 on Talk Radio 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. And we're broadcasting from the luxurious Manchester studios here. Yes, we are a voice in the wilderness. We're talking all things kingdom. And uh, we uh, uh, normally have Loto here. He's not able to join us today. But we have our celebrity guest host here, Phil yes. Valnueva. Oh. <laughs> and we also have... Glad to be back. We have Paul Escovito. And he is the worship pastor over at Valley Life. Paul, what a privilege yes. to have you here today. Yeah, thank you for having me, Dennis. Yeah, Appreciate this uh, the Lord's brought you into the kingdom That's talk right. for such a time as this. So uh, there's a lot to talk about, as always. But we always want to uh, not shy away from scripture we uh, preach the gospel uh and uh, we don't want to just talk kingdom we want to demonstrate kingdom so what god is doing in the world as the church the ecclesia the called out assembly mm. is filled with the spirit and she is all that she can be a robust kingdom with jesus as the king moving forward in the cult the culture sure. yeah. <laughs> Uh, of our yeah. society, where uh, more and more uh, the world system is wanting us to walk lockstep with statism, where the state is everything. The state decides how we raise our children. The state is God, really. The state decides uh, how, what marriage is. The state decides all these things. No, no, uh, we will not bow down. Uh, we will worship our Lord, but we will not bow down to the image That's right. uh, of That's the beast. Uh, we are here to uh, empower uh, others by the word of God uh, and by the testimony of Jesus Christ, aren't we? Yeah, man. So yes, you can you can see us uh, on Facebook, YouTube, uh, that's Spotify, uh, and the Apple Podcast and other medias. Uh, please uh, click and subscribe and like what you're hearing if you like it. Um, and, um, so we're just grateful that, uh, we're pulling out the stops. The floodgates are open. The veil has been rent and the kingdom of God is on the move. And, uh, we're going to be talking today. Uh, Phil, what are some of the subjects we're going to be covering today? What is a woman? The great mystery that's, uh, that's taking place right now. I, I'm not sure what a woman is. Well, you know what? It, it, I, when just, Paul supposedly has some great jokes, right? Oh, so, oh I just, yes, yes. Yeah, so 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 you heard about the guy that was on the beach there in San Francisco there, you know, by uh, Golden Gate Bridge, and he, there's a bottle there, and he picks it up, and he rubs it, and his genie pops out oh. and says, I've only got one wish left. The other guy got the other two. I only got one. What would you like? And the man says, can you please explain to me women? <laughs> you know, and, 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 uh -oh. and, 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 uh, and says uh, he, he says, well, is there anything else that 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 you, that you would like, anything at all? And he says, uh, uh, he says, well, how about a, a a bridge? Can you build a bridge from San Francisco to Hawaii? And uh, okay. and and the genie says, uh, well, do you know how much cement that would take? Do you know how much metal? That, do you know how deep the ocean is going all the way? I'm going to build you a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, the great mysteries. There you go. So so what is woman? What is the woman? Yep. And then yeah. what else are we going to cover? Uh, you you talked about Christian rights on the job there at the great Amazon. Yeah. And what is taking place there. We want to make sure. And and also something happened yesterday as we're live on online right now. Yeah. Wednesday, I heard something about an election took place. Yeah. What we're going to be talking yeah. about the election. And then and then also, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about that. But let's jump into the scriptures first. Again, because we do not shy away uh, from reading it, the brother, Bible here it, on Kingdom Talk Radio. You're not shy. God's definitely. Word is alive and powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, joint and marrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart, Hebrews 4.16. But we're now in Matthew 4. Matthew 4, we see here that uh, Jesus uh, was walking by the Sea of Galilee, verse 18. Right, and then he jumps down, and it says here that uh, Jesus went in verse twenty-three, teaching in their synagogues throughout Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. So this is verse twenty-three of chapter four, right? And uh, it says his fame went throughout 
all of Syria and brought, they brought unto him all the sick people that were taken with many diseases and torments and those that were possessed with devils and those which were, you know, uh, moonstruck or lunatic and those that were paralyzed and such. And he healed them. Okay. And then verse 25, and there followed him a great multitude of people from Galilee and from Decapolis and from Jerusalem and from Judea and from beyond Jordan. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into the mountain, and when he was said, his disciples opened unto him. That's chapter 5, verse 1. The reason why I'm reading that at the end of chapter 4 is that chapter 4 and chapter 5 are one continuous historical narrative there. Uh, There are no chapter headings, as most of you know, in the original Greek, in the original manuscripts. So it's a continuous thought there. And again, in verse 23, it says he went about Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Wouldn't it be nice to know what he was preaching? Just think if you were there. Well, we can actually know what he was preaching because he was preaching right here in chapter 5. This is exactly what he was preaching was the Sermon on the Mount. The Sermon on the Mount is the gospel of the kingdom. Well, it's more than that, but it is that. You see there, draw a line through your chapter heading there for chapter 5 because it's one continuous thought. He was preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and it says in ver- chapter 5, verse 1, and seeing the multitudes, right, he yes. went up to the mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth, and he taught, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The Beatitudes, we love that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. What, theirs is what? What is theirs? Kingdom. The kingdom, kingdom. the kingdom. Now, now Matthew, Matthew uses the word heaven uh, mostly. Only a couple times he say kingdom of God because Matthew was written to a mostly Jewish audience. Mm-hmm. And as you know, most some of you that um, Jews today, a lot of times they don't use the word God even because they don't want to break the third commandment. You shall not use the name of your Lord God in vain. So they'll say Hashem or the name rather than God. Yeah. So they're kind of putting a hedge or a, a barrier around that law there, a commandment in, you know, the, the, the third commandment in, in, um, in uh, Deuteronomy 5 and such, Exodus 20. I like that. The I, third I that. Yeah. commandment, you shall not use the name of mm-hmm. the Lord your God in vain. So they, they won't use the name of God. And so Matthew's audience, unlike Luke, which was uh, mostly to a uh, Gentile audience or, or Mark, Matthew's audience was written to a Jewish audience. And so he uses kingdom of heaven rather than kingdom of God, but they're interchangeable, and that can be proven. Maybe sometime we'll talk about that. We can show that Matthew uses those kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven are the same thing. Because there's some that teach they're different. It's the same kingdom. There's Mm. only one kingdom, Mm. and it's the the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven. And, And then look, he goes, you know, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. But then he goes down again, and he says... In verse 10, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Yes. Right. So the Sermon on the Mount, you want to know what the gospel of the kingdom is, it's the Sermon on the Mount, but it's more than the Sermon on the Mount. The gospel of the kingdom are, is the gospel. Hmm. There's only one gospel. Remember in Galatians, Paul says that um, if anyone comes preaching any other gospel, let him be accursed, anathematized, yeah. okay? So there's only one gospel. It's the gospel of the kingdom. There's only one kingdom. It's the kingdom of heaven. It's the kingdom of God, right? Yes. So so why is that important? Well, it's important for many reasons. It's about the kingdom now. We are in the kingdom now. There is a kingdom not yet, and that's when Christ comes back. So it's the next phase. It's the kingdom on steroids during the Uh millennium. Okay. Um, uh, but the kingdom now is the church. It's you and I, it's those, our listeners that are in Christ. We are the kingdom revelation one. It says that he's made us a kingdom. It's a promise. It's a promise. Well, it's actually, it's it's a promise, but it's already been done. He has made past tense. So it's a promise, but it's, it's actually fulfilled. He has made us now. yes. Yes. A promise fulfilled. He has made us a kingdom. So the kingdom is the king and his people. That's, in short, that's what it is. And we're going to look in a minute here at some parables. The kingdom of of heaven is like. The kingdom of God is like. The kingdom of heaven is like. 
Hmm. And these are all parables. They're talking about the church age, not the millennium, not the final eschaton in eternity after the millennium. It's kingdom now. Um, So any thoughts on that, brothers, about kingdom now? What what does the kingdom mean to you? You know, for me, uh, I agree 100% with what you're saying. And, and, you know, uh, really and truly, it's an inheritance that God has given us. Um, Mm -hmm. we, We have to understand first, though, um, our identity in Christ. Amen. And and it's really just understanding who we are as a son and daughter in the kingdom. And a lot of people struggle with that these days. There's so much out there, social media, the things going on in the political world, um, even at churches, um, sad to say, um, just the gospel, the truth, the full, the fullness of God is not being uh, preached and teached anymore in churches. Yeah. You know, that's... unfortunately, it's a lot of uh, cupcake, you know, Water down. Seeker water sense, down. Seeker <laughs> sensitive. Exactly. And so um market driven. Exactly. You <laughs> yeah. know, gotta get the numbers up. But yeah. um so just really uh you know, you have to honor and and pray for our pastors and leaders that um believe in that kingdom talk, that identity. And that way the people can rise up, the young, the middle aged, mm-hmm. you know, the older, and really understand who they are in Christ. The identity is huge, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah. And we have to and this is the thing, Phil, is that our primary identity needs to be in Christ, in the kingdom. And then from there, we can move out. We're going to talk about the election. You know, mm-hmm. we, we are called to be salt and light. But our primary identity isn't citizens of America, is it? No. And, and believe it or not, you know, citizens of Fresno. Okay. Uh, it's not, it's not, our primary identity isn't our job or even our ministry. Yeah. Right? Yes. And we're going to, we're going to talk about it, that, that our culture, or how you say it, the cult. <laughs> is so much our identity, you know, what feels good, what's Emotions. relative. Well, our sexual this, identity. It's like, all these different it's like, things. It's like yeah, our identity is not, not our gender exclusively or even mainly. And whatever, if you're a cat, I'm going to, I can't have to affirm that you're a cat. Right. So identity is really twisted. So it's the flip side of the kingdom of God that the kingdom of, of the enemy is... It's complete opposite to try to create confusion. Just confusion. I think yeah. is is if we're preaching kingdom, we got to know what the counterfeit kingdom is. We do. True. You got to know. You got to know the counterfeit. You got to know the real. That's how you yes. know a counterfeit, right? Yeah. When you yes. use the real enough, Recognize you know what truth. a counterfeit is, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so 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 that's the thing is to to recognize that. Then from there, Paul, you know, we have that foundation where we're solid. We're, right there at the Sermon on the Mount, the very end of the Sermon on the Mount. He says, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, he's like unto a man that built his house upon the rock. The rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat mm. upon the house, and it fell not because it was founded upon the rock. The rock, yeah. Hallelujah. The rock Jesus Christ. But it's his sayings. It's Jesus and his sayings. Yeah. Whosoever hears these sayings. What sayings? The ones he just, the gospel of the kingdom. I'm going to start preaching here. Let's do it. I'm ready. Come on. I mean, we'll open Matthew, up some worship. Matthew yeah, 5, let's bring it on. <laughs> Matthew 5, 6, and 7, the, the Sermon on the Mount, the end of the Sermon on the Mount, the very end, this is when he says that. Yeah. Whosoever good. hears these sayings of mine and does them. Mm. It's not that cupcake Christianity that you're talking about. Exactly. Right? It's it's about robust kingdom dynamic. We're walking lockstep with Jesus. We're walking in the spirit, not walking lockstep with the state, mm-hmm. with the cult Sure. Hmm. We are walking with Jesus in the spirit, in obedience of faith. It's an obedience of faith. It's motivated by faith. And and then it says, whosoever hears these things of mine and does them, doesn't do them is like a, a foolish man who built his house on the sand. Yeah. That's the world, the shifting sands of the world, the vicissitudes of man's ways, ups and downs, the sideways and the turnings and yeah. all of the turmoil and chaos of this world. Uh, we're not about chaos. We're about logos. Hmm. We're about the word, Jesus, the person. And we're building our life on the rock because our identity is in him and as citizens of the kingdom. And so uh, whosoever hears these things of mine and does them not is like unto a foolish man to build his house on the sand. Uh, the, 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 wind, the floods came, the winds blew and beat upon the house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Yeah. So we're not building on shifting sand, are we, Paul? Oh, we are definitely not. We're building we on be. the kingdom rock, Solid Jesus. Rock. That's it. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. And so, you know, um, uh, as as we move on here, we're gonna we're gonna look here, uh, Phil. Go ahead. I I I just really feel that Phil, right? Yeah. 
we're talking about the, the sinking sand or the yeah. shifting sand yeah. and and the, to our listeners mm-hmm. that's basically just saying there's a foundation of each of our lives mm-hmm. and it brings to a question how's our foundation how or what are we leaning on are we leaning on ourselves because there's a lot of um, you know new age thing we lean our inner self right no, we need to lean, we need to lean on the on God and his key, his kingdom. Yeah. He's called each of you called each one of us to serve him. Mm-hmm. And if we just lean and go by our emotions, we go by what we, what we feel like in the situation, there's hope in that situation. There is hope where you're at mm-hmm. and we need to have that stand on the rock. We do. We do. We need to, to really uh, not be trusting in the media and what are we filling ourselves with you mm-hmm. know, as citizens of the kingdom? You're listening to kingdom talk, Radio here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. And we're talking all things kingdom and wanting to demonstrate that uh, in a very confused world. And we're going to look in Matthew 13 here in just a minute. And what is the kingdom of God like? What's the kingdom of heaven like? And we see these parables in Matthew 13. The kingdom of God is like. So when we look at that, we're going to be questioning, is this talking about the millennium? Is this talking about you know eternity? Or is it talking about now? And I think we're going to see the answer to that. Uh, and so now there's this new movie out called uh, What is a Woman? woman. What yeah. is a Woman? Yeah. Have you had a chance to see it? I have not. So tell me a little bit about it. Uh, I've seen the trailer and I got a draw. I saw some, uh, I saw little videos about it. I think Joe, Joe um, uh, Shapiro had, is it Joe Shapiro? What am I thinking? Of the first ben, Shapiro. Ben, ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Ben Shapiro. Oh, oh, Wire. Ben Wire. Shapiro. Ben Shapiro had him on, and some others had him on. I watched a little bit of that, but tell little us ben. a little bit about that, yeah. Phil. Fill us in, Phil. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> yes. Well, everybody's been talking about that on both sides, because if you would have seen it, you know what it's where it stands. But let's yeah. let's go. Let's look at uh, the reaction to it. You hear death threats. You hear chaos, outrage. How dare you just talk about it? Let alone the topic of yeah. what they're saying. What is a woman has been a great mystery, a mystery. And really, what is a woman? It's very simple to the common thing is <laughs> an adult. What is it? Adult female. Yeah. yeah. So With- uh, what is a woman? It just, it just exposes. It's a great film from Matt Walsh from The Daily Wire. It exposes uh, the indoctrination of what the left and it's not even, it's the extreme ideology, the indoctrination of our kids, uh, the, 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 the chemical castration of our kids, and, and saying what is truth, what is relative. Well, this is the party of disinformation, right? You got you to speak on facts. When you bring up facts. Science. Science. So when you ask scientific questions, so, uh, oh, I don't like that terminology. It may, I don't like what you're saying. Because we're disagreeing. So the movie really exposes the cult. The cult. I really, I was talking to my wife. We were watching it uh, last night and I was, and we we're like, how dare, this is where we're playing with our little daughter in the room. She's two years old. So, she, you know, she's just having fun. How can a, how can a doctor n- do something to a child without the parent's consent or even knowledge? Even if the parents consent, that's just abuse. Even an aspirin. Wow. Yes. Let alone, you know, changing their anatomy. And that's the thing. It does come down to anatomical parts of the body. You know, what is a woman? Women have these particular parts of the body. They have breasts. You know, they have, there. there is a very clear distinction. I mean, uh, even a three-year-old or a four-year-old, when they see a baby, you know, that's being, getting their diaper changed, can tell what a boy, is a boy and what is a girl, right? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I I know that even Paul, you and I were talking on the phone about things, and 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 you could be free to talk about any of that. But yeah. the what stood out to me again is is okay. You there are trans women, but if you're a trans woman, no, I'm a woman. So they're they want to regulate our tongue. You want to tell me I can't say I have to say a certain terminology when I don't believe that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, and just kind of piggybacking on that a little bit too and and going back to like the controlled, the media controlling things and and whatnot, um, it's actually, Rotten Tomatoes, the score on is 97%. Oh, 
oh. for this. So it's That's really huge. high. I yeah. mean, no. people really, it's like four and a half stars, 97%, but you'll never see it um, on mainstream platforms. And, and you know, there's a push to, on Twitter, YouTube, probably one of the mainstream outlets that you, the common people won't be able to get to experience or see uh, what what is a woman is about. And I I know the transgender movement and all that stuff, you know, is a big thing in Christian in our in our Christian values and Judeo values and things like that. But on top of that, though, is the bigger thing is the availability of the information is being withheld from the general public and even from from our, from us. And so I think that's also an issue, too, that we can't ignore is um, the big big brother media yeah. controlling what we can see and, and also misinformation and misguiding us um, and, and just not allowing us to have the freedom. To, well, to thus kingdom things. talk, right? right. That's, you know, our, our million our hundreds of millions of listeners, you know, are uh, getting this information right here Love on the, in KX EX <laughs> <laughs> right here in humble Fresno. But, but we are wanting to get that information out. That's exactly right. Now, just to clarify as for those who may, uh, not be familiar with us here, and we've, we've talked about this, is that we're not talking about those that are born with anatomical uh, malformities or such. You know, we're, we're talking about gender dysphoria. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's different, right? So there, there's nothing but compassion, even for both conditions, you know, whether it is a physical condition that someone's born with um, or, or whether it is a... Uh, psychological or spiritual condition of yeah. gender dysphoria either way there's compassion for these people but what we're saying is is that we don't want nor will we foster that's confusion true. that's right we will not support lies Affirm. and encourage people down a path <laughs> that they regret later right a path that leads to a high suicide rate depression and many people who have gone through uh, life-changing surgeries body-changing physical surgeries, regret that, and they say, why didn't someone love me enough to say something? Yes. You're going down a path here that's hurtful. So we will not encourage that. But, of course, I shouldn't even say of course. We better have compassion for people that are struggling. And if we don't, God help us and we repent. You know, we must be uh, full of love and compassion for those that that are uh, fighting this or that are in this and speak speak the truth in love, or don't speak the truth at all. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so uh, that's important that we uh, clarify that. But it is really uh, a false religion, almost. You know, this whole thing is <laughs> it's a cult. It yeah, is being pushed hard right yeah. now. It is just, and it's not just the far left. It's just coming from the far left, <laughs> but it's seeping into the left. But it's also wokeism is coming into the church. Oh, uh, to a, to to too large of a degree, so there, any degree is yeah. too large of a degree. And there was a part uh, in the in the film, a father lives in Canada. We think it can't happen to us. It's yeah. happening already in Canada yeah. that you could be a he was arrested, and because for calling his daughter uh, she, yeah, it's just right. insanity. So you ha- so it, it could happen here. It could happen here. You're going to say something? Yeah, I, they're just infiltrating. Uh, you know, every aspect of, of, of our lives in a way. Yeah, and, 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 and it's not like they're, they're doing it in a way where they're trying to twist it to, it's like, uh, peace and, and, and like, you know, I'm gonna be nice about it or, you know, your children and things like love, that. And, love, yeah. yeah. And, and so they're really trying to put a twist on it and, and we have to be aware and have the discernment as Christians to recognize that. And, and it starts at home. With the with the parent, I'm not a, I'm not a uh, a parent, but um, I, my parents raised me well, and it's just the foundation, yeah, your identity exactly. in Christ, and Come then on. also your mom and dad need to be raising you, not 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 not, not the school, school, yeah, not, not the government, not the government, you know, yeah. it starts with not that. the state school, and there's and there's one truth, it's yeah. God is the truth, right, and I this whole this whole relativism that we talked about mm-hmm. uh, and on the show before is mm-hmm. it, there is no such thing. It, truth is truth and and the enemy who tries to come and put blinders on us don't believe don't believe your lying eyes right mm-hmm. uh I, I it was so funny on the film part um and hopefully you can see it for yourself is that the doctors or or uh, uh leah thompson i think it was you could you could correct mm-hmm. me if i'm wrong was saying there's no there's no benefit uh, or transgender women are not dominating the sports there's no uh 
really the biology the biology shows different or right? you could see and, and they show clips of this person winning this person winning and just i just came across this too you know there's two biological males who identify as transgender celebrated by sharing a kiss on the podium as two two were celebrating the third place finisher a biological a biological woman was holding her child while standing next to her two bio the two male kind of so she got third yeah she got third she would have been first place if those men, those two men, there were men. Yeah, yeah, and, and and going to what you said, Paul, about the way they're bringing this is is that we're so loving, we're so um, inclusive, inclusive, yeah. we're so open minded. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just um, we're tolerant. We're so mm-hmm. tolerant. What do you feel? You know, so it feels so yeah. right. You know, it gives me warm and fuzzies. I'm so generous hearted mm-hmm. that uh, we're just going to embrace everybody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, that's, uh, it's gone amok. It's, it's going way too far. You know, uh, there's got to be that balance of mercy and truth, you know, yeah. mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Yeah. It says in Psalm 85. And so, so that's what we're talking about is speaking the truth in love. And in that vein, uh, of thought there to bring the gospel of the kingdom, you know, if you are struggling with maybe your gender, maybe you're struggling with alcoholism or um, you're gambling, you're running up to these casinos that are nearby. Uh, was it Table Mountain, Chuck Chansey? Who knows, you know, uh, that uh, you're you're being drawn towards that or maybe it's a lust uh, and greed or what have you, pride. Uh, you're having problems in your relationship, your, your wife, your boss, uh, a sibling. There is hope today. Uh, Jesus Christ, our hope. And, you know, we are all born with a proclivity towards sin. You know, I've told uh, someone struggling with homosexuality how that they felt they're born this way. And, and I thought, well, first, I don't believe that. But I told them, I said, well, I can, I can identify with that because I was born this way. And that is that I have a proclivity towards pride, towards lust and greed and hatred that my fallen nature, the heart of man is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. That's my heart separate from Christ. That's your heart separate from Christ is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Jesus said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more should your heavenly father give a good gift to you? Well, we have a heavenly father who's not evil, who does not do evil. He has only a uh, proclivity towards holiness and righteousness and love and truth and faithfulness, and he's calling you out even right now by name, sir. Joe, Jim, Bob, Jose, Carlos. He's calling your name. He's calling your name, Abdul. Mary, Maria, Louise, Julie. He's calling your name. He's saying, I love you. I sent my son. God so loved the world. He says, I so loved the world that I gave my only begotten son that if you will believe on him, you shall have everlasting life. Simply come to the end of yourself. Uh, ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins. He's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Put your trust in Jesus. Call on the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. His name is Jesus. Say, Jesus, forgive me. Lord, I love you. You are my Savior. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. You rose from the dead. You ascended into heaven. You poured out your spirit and I receive your spirit right now. Say, I receive your spirit. He breathes on you life. He breathes on you, the Holy Spirit. Put your trust in him. Find a good Bible church to be discipled, to grow up into Christ, and you will be a citizen of the kingdom of God. God bless any of you that have put your faith in Jesus Christ even now. We rejoice with you in all of heaven as you are now born again. You are a citizen of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And so... Moving on here in our discussion today about all things kingdom, uh, we have this uh, uh, this article that came out in uh, the Christian Post, um, and it talks about how that the Alliance for Defending Freedom has been tracking a lot of these corporate entities uh, that are giving to so-called charities that are anti-Christ. They are anti-Christian, uh, and this is known. We've known this before. Um, now we're quoting an article here, so um, you can reference that. 
but it it is saying that uh, Amazon has had a history of giving to uh, charities that are against the church, and um, and that uh, they are now refusing their shareholders' request to divulge where the money's going, what charities they're giving to, uh, and so that's that's a uh, that's a problem, you know. Um, it reminds me of the Great Reset, you know, and how that corporatism is really grabbing the lev- levers of power. It's international corporatism, multi-billion-dollar entities that are getting drunk uh, with power. They're unelected officials, uh, and, and uh, they're basically spending their money uh, rather than uh, focusing sh- exclusively on giving a good ROI to their investors. Um, a return on investment, they're focused on uh, influencing the cult. Sure. And so uh, they have PhDs and lots of money, so of course they know what's best for the rest of us, right? Yeah. Underlings. The elite. Um, you know, uh, the, unlike Congress, they can't be voted out. And so um, it's a one-world economic system and ideology. And, um, you know, this is not a conspiracy. This is straight from their websites. We can get this information. Here's, here's this article. You can look it up on the Christian Post and, and research it for yourself. But, you know, um, the, we need to be aware of this. Jesus said, be sober. I'm sorry, Peter said in 1 Peter 5, be sober, be vigilant. For your adversary as the devil walks around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So we do need to be circumspect, looking around, right? And be aware of these things. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, Paul, the word needs to get out. We got to get the information out there because uh, there is cancel culture, isn't there? Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh, you know, it goes. It stems all the way back to like, you know, Me Too movement, you uh-huh. know, that stuff, and yeah. wokeism, and and really, um, it's just people that don't. You know, obviously, not everyone's going to have Christian based values, but you know, we 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 know about forgiveness. We know about grace and mercy because the Lord gives that to us. And I just feel like, you know, um, you do something in your past and maybe something you said or you may not have been walking in a straight path, but someone somewhere who doesn't like you or whatever will expose that. We'll find it, bring it to light. And uh, we believe in repentance and all that. But the thing is, they use that to ruin your life. Yeah. And you can be canceled. (laughs) Fired. Never get a job. Fired. Never be able to do the things that um, you aspire to do. Your social media accounts shut down? Yeah. Or like Justin Trudeau up in Canada making this, uh, golly, uh, autocratic kind of um, despotic decision to to shut down bank accounts of people that uh, supported the the truckers. Freedom drivers. Freedom drivers that yeah. were driving that to Ottawa. Insane. insane. I've never, never in the history of Western civilization has anybody gone that far. I, I don't think of any, I cannot think, maybe there is, somebody tell me there is, but I do not, I don't know of any other case that's more oppressive than that. And that's just, I think, an inkling of what's coming from the cult. Yeah. Sure. You uh, know. Under the modern day civil society that could still happen, that, that level of, discrimination and, and, and tyranny. Basically. Cancel. Cancellation, yeah. you know. And, and, you know, Amazon is doing what it's doing. It's it's a, We know it leans uh, anti-Christian, liberal. We've seen in the past, too, that that uh, they fired workers for wanting to work or didn't want to work on Sunday to honor their Sabbath. And thank God that there was one. I, I You can help me, but... There was a they won fifty thousand dollars. I remember hearing that they won fifty thousand dollars because they sued Amazon, saying they were they were fired for their religious beliefs. So we're winning some things, but uh, I, I agree, Amazon should share, open up the books, be transparent to their shareholders. What are they giving their money to? Well, you know, and they have they can give where they want, but it's going to be should be known. Yeah, you know, just like. Um, in and out and Chick Fil A or whatever, there was some controversy because they gave to. Salvation Army. It's like, give me a break. You know, that's a great organization, you know. Um, but here's the thing. They're eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil is what it comes down to. So they, they have their own morals. They have their own values and ethics. And it's a prioritization of environmentalism 
which is basically Mother Earth. It's almost a false religion there. In some cases, it is. Ecumenism, or all religions are, are all good. You know, uh, social justice, you know, these, are, these are the hierarchy of, of their values, right? The greatest evil, you know, in the world, you know, is, is you know, um, you know is, is not giving a woman a right to kill her baby. You know, do you see, see how they have values? Yes. It's what those values are as to where we are about kingdom values, where life is a priority over against personal choice or convenience. And again, we have compassion on women. We understand if you've had an abortion, the Lord forgives, he died for you. Yeah. And, and call on his name, and we love you, and the Lord loves you, and there's hope, and you can find complete peace. And there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, flesh but after the Spirit. For the law of spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. So, so we're, this, isn't, this isn't about condemnation. This is about conviction. Yeah. And, and values and priorities, you know, the, the the greatest values of this whole corporatism and this ideology of the cult, yeah. sure, is about LBGT rights over against religious freedom. And so this is, you see, see how that works? There's, yeah. a, there's a hierarchy. So they have their morals, but they're eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil rather than the tree of life. And as kingdom citizens... We eat from the tree of life. That's why we read God's word. That's why we're in prayer. Yes. We eat from the tree of life, not the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Uh, and and that's that's the problem. You know, they're all about, their priorities are internationalism, one world global system, one you know, geo-economic, religious, and political system. Well, well, we're about the kingdom of God that turns the world upside down. Yeah, that's right. And so these are the things that uh, we're talking about here because we want to demonstrate the kingdom of how do we function in this world, this dark world, with chaos? You yeah, know. and it's so easy as Christians to fall to fall into the trap of being desensitized and getting calluses to, of a heart of like, this is the way it's always been. It's going to be this way. Why fight? Why vote? Why do this? Mm-hmm. And we do got to take a stand. And I, like you said, we do have compassion for the women that have made choices but there's forgiveness we've made choices and there's forgiveness yeah i think what's happening is that the enemy that puts blinders on us mentioned earlier and they're really so confused what is what is why what is the school the sky is not green or blue it's green because i feel that no they're they're desensitized abortion is about the body no it's about the baby yeah so it's really flips upside down yeah, it really and, does. It's an upside down. And that's why we're, we're, that's what we're doing is as as citizens of the kingdom. You know, Paul in his second missionary journey there, he comes into Thessalonica, right? He gets he gets the Macedonian call, right? And he comes over to Philippi. He goes to to Thessalonica after that, and they said that these who have turned the world upside down have come unto us. And they say there's another king. Jesus. Yep. yep. There's another king, not Biden. Okay? There's another king, Jesus, not Caesar, right? Yes. Not the EU, the European <laughs> Union, right? Yeah. Not the World Economic Forum. Jesus, not the who, okay? Hmm. Uh, Jesus is the king. And so it is upside down. Yes. Because we're turning it upside down with our kingdom principles. Yeah. And they're living in an upside down world. And that's the contrast, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, just going back to um, the cancel. Versus we keep talking about the cancel culture yeah. and then, of course, uh, kingdom culture. Yeah. Or just there you go. Jesus gen- culture. Yeah, Jesus culture. And, and, and it's really just it's um, it's a complete opposite yeah. in the way of thinking of how uh, we as believers believe. And that that in itself should be a red flag for people to to discern like, hey, like, you know, what does God call us to be? You know, call us to do, to forgive, to have mercy, to have grace. Yeah. And and like Philip said earlier, That's you good. know, um we all make mistakes. We all do Come things. On. But the thing about it, though, yep. is that the world out there, the the, the wokeism, the council, they want to destroy you. They want to make you feel less. There's than. no redemption. No, they want no make, way there's out. There's no hope. And and we it's a, talk about judgment. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't. We shouldn't have to feel that way. We shouldn't condemn ourselves because through the cross with Christ, He died for our sins. He He took all of that. Hallelujah. And, and, and we are in the condemnation, the confusion. You know, everything. 
it is to be bought back from the from the lamb and he did that for us and people have to understand that my lord it, it, it's it's, Think about that. You know, it, they're the tolerant huge. ones, but there's, you talk about judge not lest you be judged. Right. That's the kind of judgment Jesus says don't do right. mm. is, is where you come to a final conclusion about somebody. You're hypercritical, condemning. Mm. We are called to discern. Right. Jesus said, judge righteous judgment. You judge after the flesh, but I judge not after the flesh as, as I'm not alone. My father and I, you know, so the point is we're called to, to be discerning. But not that cancel culture attitude of mm-hmm. you make one step, one misstep, you know, and then you're lo- you're cut off, you, you you're canceled, you're judged, you're condemned, you're labeled, and that's it. That's who you are. That's, that's all you ever. There's no redemption. There's no forgiveness. There's no way out. As to where in the kingdom, you know, Jesus came for the likes of us. Yeah. No, you not. There's not many wise men after the flesh. Not many mighty. Not many mm-hmm. noble are called. Yeah. God has chosen the foolish. This, things of this world to confound the things which are wise and the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty That's right. and the things which are not to bring to naught the things that are, are. So, so he, such were some of us, Paul in, 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 uh, uh, first Corinthians chapter six, you know, you not the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God, neither fornicators, adulterers, homosexuals, you know, all these things, uh, 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 greedy, all of these things hmm. shall not enter. But he said, such were some of you, but you are washed. Right. You are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of our Lord and by the spirit of our God. There's hope in Christ. There's hope in the kingdom of God hmm. for redemption. And that's why we preach the gospel yeah. here and, 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 and everywhere that we go. So good. Yeah. You know, the, the gospel of Jesus, if you look at it, you know, in, in the New Testament and honestly, Jesus is, I don't find a verse in here or a passage where Jesus is going and pointing the finger at people and condemning them. Right. Like the he, woman, like the woman at the well who, I mean, you know, who had uh, uh, five husbands, you know, uh, or, even or Mary Magdalene, like his there own you go. followers, the adult you know? woman caught in adultery and uh, where, you know, where, where are your accusers? Neither do I condemn you. And but he did say, go and sin no more. Didn't right. He? Yeah. he gave a command yeah. to them. And, and that's when they, when, when they become a new creation, yes. he wants them. But of course we all fall short. People are going to sin, but that's, Christ died on the cross for us to be yeah. redeemed. But anyways, the thing about it, though, um, when, when we're here talking about this, it's not as Christians to go out and, and condemn the people that are transgender or homosexual or uh, abortions and things. like. No, like what would Jesus do? Like we 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 did, yeah. back Mercy in the day, there, truth back in the days that WWJD, yeah. you know, wristbands, everyone yeah. had them and, and we used to make fun of them or just laugh. I mean, at least it was like, ha, oh, you know, you got the wristband, yeah. but you really think about it as you get older and stuff is what would Jesus do? Yeah. And you really have to look through that lens and, and that way you can, it's not really accepting mm-hmm. what they do, but it's how can we love like Jesus? So that way they have an opportunity to be redeemed. And instead of just outcasting them and shunning them, I don't, I don't think Jesus would ever do that. It's you about know? an encounter with the person of right. Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. Uh, Peter, um, you know, when, when Jesus uh, uh, called, you know, he, he, he told him, cast your net, you know, and he caught the fish. And, and, and Peter, Peter ran unto him and said, depart from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. Mm. Jesus, didn't, Jesus didn't say, you know, you're, you're this, you're, you did this, you did that, you did this, you know, that. <laughs> he, just, he just manifested his presence and his power. Yeah. And Peter automatically because of his conviction, he confessed that he was a sinful man. Right. So it's about an encounter with the person of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. Yes. Uh, and so we've got to facilitate, and that's what you're doing at Valley Life Community Church, aren't Absolutely. you, Paul? You're yeah. the worship leader there. This is uh, on McCall Avenue in Selma. Mm. Um you know, you don't you don't have a cancel culture there, do you? Have, you have a Christian, you have a Christ culture, don't Christ you? culture. Uh, pastor Jesse, he'll yeah, our, our senior yeah. pastor, uh, Pastor Jesse Alvarez. Uh, man, if if you don't know him, and, and maybe some of you out there might, uh, he's you know from Fresno, and he's been in Oxnard for a while. But in 2018, he came back and um, became the pastor of Valley Life. He is a praying man. Mm-hmm. I mean that fire. that pastor of mine. He he is on his knees. He is in his prayer closet, so to speak, daily. And and I don't just say that because he's my pastor. Like there's a lot of good pastors out there, and and a lot of good men of God. Um, but to be on staff, to be there in that in in that church, and just to witness like the humility and the humbleness that he exemplifies, um, 
you know, it is a great example of what it should be and to be a shepherd, to be a pastor and, um, you know, definitely not cancel culture over there. Definitely not, um, condemnation, but it is the truth. It is Bible and it is out of love. He always says every Sunday, he goes, I'm not going to be up here and, and just cookie cutting everything for you and to make you feel good. He's like, it might hurt. It might sting. That's because I love you and I care for you. And so, yeah, he, you know, great example, good man of God. I I love him and his family. And and it's a, it's an honor to be able to be a part of their ministry. That is fantastic. So somebody's struggling with, with, with any particular sin. I mean, they come in, you're not going to judge them and condemn them, even whatever it is. Absolutely. They're going to be received in love and they're going to hear the truth. They're going to hear the gospel. They're going to have hope. Yeah. It's going to be transformation because the word of God's being preached. Absolutely. uh, received, you know, yeah. uh, we love people, uh, as they are, but we love them enough to not leave them as they are. Right. Yeah. To call them to be all they can be in Christ. Absolutely. And yeah. that's awesome that, yeah. that you're there leading worship. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've had an opportunity and honor to, 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 to go see them hand face to face there in, in, in a great, powerful service mm-hmm. and they, they're uncompromising when they share the word of God and pastor Jesse, I, I love him and his wife, Norma. Uh, but one thing that you, that Paul's really involved with, uh, as as uh, he talks about his church, is they're really in, really are for the kingdom. There yeah. is a gathering. They call, it's called Selma United. And what is Selma yeah, church United? Church of Selma United. Yeah. So just real quick, uh, Church of Selma United. It's really interesting. In the in the city of Selma, um, we have a, a good cluster of churches and pastors that that come together um, every three months, and mm-hmm. we just had one at the end of May. And so it's a collective of worship and, and we try we get together, but then there's also, a, it's a worship and prayer night. So it could happen at Lincoln Park, uh, and there in Selma. How many churches and, do you um, think get involved? You in know, that? uh, right now I would say eight to 10 pastors. That's great. Yeah. That's actively. wonderful. Yeah. And so it's, it's great. It's a good opportunity to worship. Prayer, it is. That's kingdom right there. Praying for the city, praying for the, the county and in our state. And so yeah. it's, it's amazing. I love that dynamic. We did that. We've done that in Oakhurst, uh, several multiple times. And it's mm-hmm. a wonderful way to demonstrate the kingdom of God. And speaking of which, again, you're listening to Kingdom Talk Radio every Saturday from 12 to 1 on uh, 1550 KXEX. And uh, we're looking at what is the kingdom of God, and we're looking at the scriptures here. Uh, In Matthew 13, it's this uh, discourse on the parables. Um, And we have these parables, and uh, we see here, that Jesus uh, gives this parable of the sower. And um, he says, uh, right after he gives the parable of the sower, that's, that's the, the four types of soil, all right? There's the, the goods, there's the uh, wayside soil, the stony ground, the thorny ground, and the good ground, right? That's Matthew 13, verses 3 to 9. And um, ver- at the end of the parable, the disciples came to him in verse 10, and said, why do you speak unto them in parables? And he says, because it's been given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. Okay? So so why did he speak to them in parables? So they would know the mysteries of the kingdom yes. of God. So that parable of the four soils is depicting kingdom. Well, I would suggest to you that it's kingdom now that he's, that he's referring to. Now, there may be some application during the millennium or whatever, but it's really talking about the church, the ecclesia, the called out assembly. Um, and, um, so, so that's, that's what we see here. And, um, and then we see as he goes on, he, in verse 24, we're talking about the parables of the kingdom. So what is the kingdom of God like? And he says, verse 24 of Matthew 13 the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man which sowed good seed into his field. And while the men slept, the enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat. So this is the parable of the tares. You remember that. Most of you remember that parable. Is that talking about the millennium? No, it's talking about now. The wheat and the tares, they're to stay together until the end and then comes the harvest. You see that? That's premillennial. That's prior to the thousand-year reign of Christ. And then we see um, the next parable, verse 31, the kingdom of heaven is like. So again, what's the kingdom like? It's like a grain of mustard seed, which a man sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all the seeds. 
And when it is grown, it is the greatest among the herbs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Mm. So what is the kingdom of God like? Well, this parable tells us. Mm. It's like the mustard seed that grows up. Okay, that's the church in this age, right? Uh, Another parable, verse 33, the kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman hid in, in, in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. And then uh, we see uh, another parable here of the treasure hid in the field. Verse 44, the kingdom of heaven is like, what's it like? A treasure hid in the field, which when a man has found, he hides it and for joy thereof, he goes and sells all that he has and buys the field. Now it's been interpreted a couple different ways uh, that I believe it's talking about how that we, when we find the treasure of Christ, the King, salvation, justification, redemption, sanctification, all of these beautiful treasures of the kingdom, that we then buy the field, which really is the church. You know, it's it, there's sometimes there's snakes and there's thorns and there's rocks in that. Okay, yeah, but yeah. there's a treasure. You buy the whole field, right? But you get the treasure of salvation in Christ, right? Others see it as that the, it's Jesus that he sees that us as the treasure and he buys the whole field and he gets, is redeeming us. Mm. But, but either way, it's talking about the church age right now. You see that? So the, anybody says that the kingdom is not until, you know, the millennium or what have you, or, or when Christ comes back it's now, that it's, it's now. Right. Mm. And uh, then another parable, verse 45, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man who seeks costly pearls when he's found one pearl of a great price, he went and sold all that he has, and he bought it, right? And then another parable, verse 47. These are the kingdom parables of Matthew 13 in the parable discourse. And it is, verse 47, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a net, which is cast into the sea and gathers of every kind, which when it is full, it's drawn to the shore and, and sat down and they gather the good in the vessels and the, cast, the bad they cast away. So shall it be in the end of the world when the angels shall come and sever the wicked from among the just. You see how that's the church age leading up to the judgment day when Christ comes back? Yes. Yeah. And so on. And, uh, and then verse 52, the final parable, I believe that's seven parables. He says, therefore, every scribe which is instructed under the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is a householder who brings forth out of his treasures things new and old. That's talking about the new covenant kingdom where a uh, a leader in that kingdom, uh, an expert on yeah. the scriptures, a scribe, is likened to a man that takes out of his treasures things old and new. It's where in the kingdom of God, the new covenant, you know, we know that the uh, the new, new covenant's hid in the old right? And the old is revealed in the new, right? So we take out of the old principles. I'm just curious, yeah. question. Yeah. You're a theologian, you you know, great, great, uh, you know, the word of God. What is your favorite parable? I'm just curious. Oh my gosh. I mean, there's so many of them. There's so many of them. Um, but you know, I, I love, I love the, uh, the, uh, parable of the unjust steward, uh, because it's so puzzling and enig- enigmatic there where you look at that and he's using this unjust steward as a parable for us to be generous. So that, that would be one of my favorites. Um, or the man who has a laborer, you know, working in the field, uh, who, 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 um, you know, when he, when he comes, when the master has him come in, does he tell him sit down and eat? He says, no, serve me first. Right. Yeah. And then you can eat. Because it's teaching humility, it's teaching that, that that we ought to say we're just unprofitable servants. We've done that, which is our duty to do. But the parables are so amazing, and the thing about parables is they're usually there's there's it's not an um, allegory where you have uh, a story where it's all these different points and everything's allegorized, and mm. you got generally a parable. Yeah. The interpretation of the parable is the response of the reader. That's the interpretation. What does it, does it bring? It brings conviction about pride. It brings conviction uh, about uh, you know, not being generous. So, so the interpretation of a parable is generally what response does it bring to the listener? 
that's good. Yeah, and there's usually just one main point. There might be two or three points, yeah. but it's not an allegory where it's got all these 15 different, you know, the fish means that, and the oil means this, <laughs> and the laborers mean this. And, the, you know, it's, it's, it's a general message that Christ is bringing. And these yeah. are kingdom parables, and it's kingdom now. And so the kingdom of God is happening every Sunday, yeah. you know, at— at Valley Life. The kingdom of God is happening at uh, Adventure, Adventure Church, Church in yeah. the Tower Theater. You know, yes. that's the kingdom. So good. That's the kingdom <laughs> of God. And these yeah. are the, what these parables. And why is that important? Because we are called to be salt and light, but that is a secondary purpose of the kingdom. You know, we had an election day. We said we were going to talk about that. It looks like, best I can tell, research it yourself, but best I can tell that, um, that Mike Marr, uh, won the uh, the Republican primary. Nice. Uh, uh, that's what I understand. Uh, who's a, he's been on here on Kingdom Talk. He's a good man, and I'm glad to hear that. Um, I'm not going to read off a bunch of election uh, results here because we are emphasizing. It's important to vote. I voted. I trust you brothers voted. We just need to pray for uh, November now. Yeah, exactly. And be praying for that, that, uh, that, that, that the officials that are elected will hold back, you know, the tides of the storm mm. that is arising on the horizon, the the perfect storm. We see those storm clouds, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just um, it, it is already prophesied in the Bible what's to come. And, and you know, I like what you just said, um, to hold back the tides, you know, yeah. because eventually we know it's going to, cataclysmic event. Yeah. It's going to happen. You yep. know, a tsunami is going to come and, and, and try to disrupt. But that's why we have to trust in the Lord and uh, the people that we, are leaders. We want to pray for them. We want a remnant to rise up, to stand firm, to have courage, to be courageous um, for our political leaders here because uh, it matters. I mean, they, they make our decisions of the directions that we go, the things. But um, the, let's call them the, the tide breakers, right? There you yeah, go. The we got we <laughs> yeah. to pray for them. So it's Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's like that barrier, reef barrier that's out there with the rocks. Sandbags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? to, to hold back the tides, you know. And so it's been a privilege having you on today, Paul. Appreciate yes. it. The Lord bless you in Valley Life Church Absolutely. there in Selma on McCall Avenue. Yeah. And if you're in the area, stop in and let the Lord draw you nearer to him and be discipled there. In the kingdom of God, and you're having a revival this weekend. Yeah, uh, can I just say real quick? Yeah, uh, please. Um, yeah, we're having a three day uh, three day revival. Four services: Friday and Saturday at seven, and then Sunday at ten, and Sunday night at six. We're gonna have an evangelist come in. His name is Keith Walker. He'll Ooh. be in and speaking uh, the truth in love, and uh, that's hosted by Valley Life there at 3200 McCall in Selma. That's Friday the 10th, 10th Saturday 11th. the 11th, mm-hmm. and 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 they can stay over and. Join him for Sunday. Yeah, and we'll be leading some worship. Phil will be there with me, helping Wonderful. me out with some worship. Yes. So awesome. Sounds like kingdom to me. Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we've covered some important things, but most importantly, we've been in the Word, and we do need to be children of Issachar that understand the times to know what Israel ought to do. Mm. Uh, and uh, so let's be uh, alert. You know, Amen. arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And so we must arise up in love and in faith, uh, to take a stand. And Jesus, you know, when the Pharisees came unto him in Matthew 16 uh, and the Sadducees, and they were tempting him, testing him, and desiring that he would show them a sign from heaven. And he said unto them, you know, when it is evening, you say, it shall be fair weather for the sky is red. You know, red sky at night, sailors delight. Red sky in the morning, sailors warning, right? Mm. And in the morning, it shall be foul weather for the sky is red and threatening. Oh, you hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, but there shall be no sign given unto it, but the sign of the prophet Jonah, which is the cross. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's the gospel of the kingdom. Jonah was three days and three three nights in in the belly of the whale, so Jesus was three days and three nights in the heart of the earth for you, for I, for the kingdom of God. And so we must not be hypocritical. We can tell the weather, but can we understand the signs of the times? Let's be attuned to what the Lord is doing. Let's be walking in the spirit. Let's be listening to the voice of the Lord and searching the scriptures daily to see whether these things are so that you're hearing here on Kingdom Talk Radio every Saturday from 12 to 1. It's a blessing to gather here and to talk 
all things kingdom and to demonstrate what it is to be a citizen of the kingdom of God. Go forth in faith and confidence and love. God bless you all. Talk to you soon.